0: Last month, my next guest featured uh, as Marie Claire magazine's Badass of the Month, and it's really no surprise. Riley Thompson is a queer trans artist fascinated by space and bodies and how we inhabit, create and occupy them. She's also part of the team that made Stripper Oki a real live thing here in Cape Town, and she even spent a year in a Chinese monastery learning the art of Tai Chi. Riley, welcome to Late Nights. Thank you so much for joining us. It's my pleasure. Thank you for having me. What a pleasure! So I first came across you in uh, last month's edition of Marie Claire, okay. uh, where you were badass Woman of the Month. I believe that's what <laughs> I think that's the official title. That was that's yeah, on your lapel on the badge. Yeah. Yeah. Um, who appro- did they approach you and say? Will you yeah. be, I mean, what, what makes a badass woman of the month?
1: Could I be one? I think you could definitely be one. Um, I th- I was just approached by, some, like a friend of a friend who, um, had asked that friend. I'd sort of known about them. I knew that they were an editor, and they. I had a photographer friend who asked, like, "Oh, would Riley be interested in doing?" be doing an interview for this thing I didn't know really what it was or how big of a deal it was I was just like oh there's just like this little article I'll answer some questions I didn't realize that it was actually quite a big deal quite a big thing yeah Um, so I was actually when it came out I was like oh wow this is like much bigger than I thought it would be and much cooler for me to sort of be like oh wow I was part of this thing yeah Um, so yeah it was a cool really cool thing to be a part of that great in the picture way. by the way <laughs> lovely picture
0: yeah. um, one of the questions that I love here was uh, was there a defining moment when you realised you were a badass that's quite the question yeah it is what and was not, I, what to, not was to steal somebody else's your answer was I don't really think there was a moment uh, a lot of my life I spent trying to live up to society's expectations of what I should be it's been a long process of harvesting the field in which I grew my fucks so that I can now leave it barren
1: yeah yeah, that is,
0: splendid yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah let's talk about harvesting those fucks how did that work
1: out um, yeah like I said it's a long process and I think I think we all kind of do it over our lives like we're all Um, you know, we grow up and we have all these expectations and these things that you feel like that you need to live up to and these things that you need to do and accomplish. And they're all for other people. Mm. You know, they're not really for you. Um, And just dealing with so much crap and eventually getting to a point where you kind of have to do what's right for you and you have to follow those things. And yeah, I mean, that's where we like growing our fucks for other people. And they're like, You've kind of just like grown like a shit ton of these fucks, and you're like, well, <laughs> like, wh- why? Why? Why did? Why have I been nurturing yeah. all of the stuff for other people when it's not actually benefiting me? Um, and I think, yeah, it this. It's been like a long process of like cutting, because you can't cut it all. You, I suppose you could try to like napalm it or yeah, something, yeah, yeah. but you, but you risk napalming to, yourself. Yeah, so of it's course, a dangerous. Yeah. It's a dangerous game. Um so you have yeah, I've been trying to cull the fucks mm. out and mm. just um yeah, try to yeah, try to sort of live my truth as What does I, that
0: look like for you living living your truth?
1: Um For me it's really about it's about being in touch with what I feel is my process as a being. Mm. I don't know if that makes sense Mm-mm. like that like there's these things in your life that you feel are are drawing you that you need to resolve like for me it's it's not like i have a calling it's just like it's like there's this constant awakening of something that i need to solve not necessarily fix uh-huh. but there has to be a resolution to something within me um and that i think is true for all of us like it's not just me it's not I think we're all doing that all the time Mm. like negotiating how do we um navigate that process
0: and is that understanding of yourself is that understanding is that identity is that how others view your identity probably not because of the harvesting of the fucks but is that how how does that what does that look like um
1: yeah for me also so I did I've done Tai Chi for a long time and I spent a year in a Taoist temple in China actually um, where I had like a full-on Tai Chi master and the whole deal and um, that time that I was there was really powerful in my life in like navigating and finding that place of centre and where do you draw from and what and kind of seeing how our world has created this binary like and that there is like yin and yang, there's dark and light. Mm. But the way that we've in, we've kind of interpreted Eastern philosophy in a western way. Mm. We've gone and we looked at it and we've gone like scientifically they have said that there's a right dot in a black thing and a black thing and a white thing so that's like but it's so much more complex than that Uh and if you like the temple where I was is one of the seven sacred temples of China and they have a really twisty like old yin yang that is really twisty it's much more twisty than the normal one and Uh that's when you're working with energy and another person in that way you really get a feel for just how complex this idea of hard and soft, open and closed, positive and negative, yin and yang, that, that it's more than just this black and white thing. That's how color is created through refraction. Mm. You know, if you look at light and the way it works, it like, behaves as a wave, it behaves as a particle. But it creates color and, yeah, all of these things create an amazing, yeah, this amazing thing that you have to, I don't know, like for me, it's like navigating to a space at the root of that. Yeah. Um, like, Like we're all emanating something from a root of that, but to dig inside, to get all the way in.
0: But not everyone, uh, first of all, not everyone achieves that in their lifetime. C- certainly not. Um But even for those people who realise that that's perhaps the point, not everyone's
1: brave enough to do that. Um, yeah, I suppose. Um I think, yeah, I feel like, yeah, I feel like we all you know, that they might not... Yeah, that for me, like, I don't really think that this, like, I don't know, my lifetime now is... All, like, I'm, I'm not saying that there were previous lives where there were previous Riley's, but there has been a... There's a continuation of cause and effect that has led to me being here and I'm affecting stuff that will carry on and so like I think you know no matter what you do like you could sit at home and just only watch Netflix or something and that would have some sort of that Uh. would cause something Uh. Like it would cause something to negotiate with your family it would create some sort of reaction so whatever you're doing is going to create a reaction but I think the idea of really trying to resolve things
0: Mm.
1: Is maybe something that not, um, not everyone chooses to do because it's difficult. It's not easy.
0: Speaking about not choosing to do things, do, do you ever get the thing where you are suddenly a, a spokesperson for the trans community and you didn't necessarily sign up for that?
1: Um, I think there is to a large extent like people would say. People would ask me things, and I'd be like, well. I can give you my perspective. Yeah. But it's like you asking another woman something about, like, yeah, how their bodies work. And it's like, no, all of our bodies are different. All of our experiences are different. Um, And, yeah, there's certain things that we'll, like, negotiate that are similar things, like... How did you come out? Mm. You know, so there's a lot of these stories and things that, or narratives that are linked. But our experiences and what we choose to do and how we want to do that is completely unique, I think.
0: Yeah. Yeah, we we do live in, it's still, unfortunately, I don't know if it's just South Africa or, or the world generally, uh, where people are still much more comfortable by boxes. Um, and and while 15 or 20 years ago, your box may not have even been recognised, the box <laughs> that people would like to put you in now, yeah. uh, I imagine, um, you have to then, there is an expectation that you will stand at that box and speak for everyone else who's also in a similar is, box, yeah. um, which um, is... Tiring in the extreme, <laughs> I would imagine, um, and and, and yeah. I sort of feel the same way in 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 terms of people often um, will ask me about my experience as a person of mixed race yeah. and how or, or just as a black woman. I can't speak for all black women. Um, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what. You know, so and so thinks over there. I can again. I can tell you my experience. Mm. Um, but this, this, and a lot of people say, "Oh, you know," but you're 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 a you're a role model to to who for why? Don't be. I can't be a role model. So this is yeah. not something that I've put on. You know, I wrote a few things in a book and sold it. That was that was the extent of of where I went to. And I didn't do that. I did that for me. Yeah.
1: You know. What yeah. I mean? Yeah. Yeah. No, and I've, I've, I'm completely on board with that. I mean, like I'm a. Com- I'm a horribly flawed individual. I like yeah, struggle with mental health issues mm. as I think a lot of the queer community does, as a lot of the world does. Yeah. Just because our modern society is not geared for mental health. We've created a society that's geared for consumption but it's not good for it's it's geared to drive us faster to push us further in terms of like capital to create these Mm. gains but what are we actually gaining in that process i have no fucking idea
0: and still with with mental health stuff it's it's seen as a weakness there's nobody that uh, well i've never come across somebody that sort of said to me god sj the fact that you're bipolar and you did it, it make is is this it's kind of like oh and you did that in spite of the fact yeah in spite of the fact that you're mental yeah yep, i did yeah. yeah
1: and i and as as horrible as it is dealing with things like bipolar it's also i think why i'm quite good at a lot of things why you're is, a badass maybe um i yeah that was the first time i've really been referred to like given the label of badass maybe mm. um yeah, I, there are certain things around that, like maybe like doing the tai chi, doing all the art stuff. Maybe there's something being badass to That just saying fuck society, I don't want to be a part of how you decided to do things. Yeah, um, but like you say, at the same time, I also find it quite tiring to try to negotiate being a part of the box that sits outside of the box. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, and it is a difficult space to be in in terms of like the queer community in Cape Town in just because it's an incredibly complex political space. Mm-hmm. Um it's Talk to th- us
0: a little bit about that because people who uh, who are not enlightened in that way uh, <laughs> or or f- believe that they don't know anyone in their queer community um would not necessarily understand what you're talking about and think what yeah. do you mean is political
1: but j- can you just give us an overview so so I think like it's negotiating and this is the thing like I am not going to say that i'm- partic- like I do not know everything in the realm of the political sphere. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um just because yeah, I mean like I grew up in apartheid born in eighty two, like I didn't really even understand what was going on and but then kind of realizing and yeah, being a part of these two worlds, the old growing up as a child in the old South Africa coming into dealing with the change and how and dealing with the change within myself Mm. in line with all of that binary black and white Mm. everything but now in South Africa I think we're dealing with a unique set of problems and challenges in the way a lot of other places in the world are more developed places are dealing with a lot of class issues and like money, and who's, and there's a lot of like our discourse is happening around um, gender and politics and privilege mm-hmm. and how those inform each other. And um, within the queer community, I think there's, you know, everyone is so a part of that, just because if you are some sort of minority. You will experience that to some or whatever, some degree or whatever, which is so interesting for me coming from, like, white male old apartheid. That's kind of like you're at the pinnacle. Yeah,
0: there's nowhere to go but up. Is <laughs> <Yeah>. there <laughs> as, <And> then, <laughs> as an old white man? Yeah.
1: So, and that's why a lot of a lot of um, movies and things ten, tend to be more focused around trans women than trans men because Jeez. everyone is like well of course you want to be a man why you know mm. that makes complete sense so there's not a lot of those stories being told but <laughs> everyone's like why would this person with privilege so there's these questioning around the idea and so there's a lot of oh, that's so messed up <laughs> so there's a lot of talk around And I think a big problem is also language, so how we define things. So we're going to, you know, so using, like, gender and sexuality and sex in terms of, like, but then are we talking about sex as in having sex? Are we talking about sex as in your sex? Like, what organs do you have? Or biological sex? Or does gender, like, are we talking about gender as Mm. being the performance the performative nature of like women wearing dresses, Mm, men mm. going out and playing rugby or whatever those things are there's so much language and discourse happening and trying to keep up with it all I think is actually making a lot of the older generation quite be like oh well I can't keep up so fuck all this. Do
0: you? Because I'm I'm always fascinated by by that and I'm sure I read something on Twitter that might have even been today. Um, where it's basically along the lines of it was today. If you're if you're thirty five and haven't yet got your head around um trans, cis and, and something else Go and blow your brains out, oh. or something along those lines. Okay, it was. It was okay. today that I read it, and, I, and I'm, I'm afraid that I'm in that, in that camp. In the same way, I'm in the same sort of camp. where if you're still, you know, if you still think it's okay to refer to the man who comes and and looks after your garden as a garden boy, you also need to shoot yourself in the head. Um, so I, <laughs> I, I, I'm on board with that. But do you think yeah. that that that's too tough a view that we should allow people there?
1: Ignorances. Well, I think it's you got to sort of like look at what kind of access to information do these people have? Do people have, and what are their backgrounds within that, and how much has that background influenced their state of even wanting to create the like? We have a lot of racist people in South Africa. Yeah. Um, there's a shit ton of like racist white people who just don't. Their minds have been closed and they don't want to open them. Mm. Um, and that it's so new. It's like, you know, you look at the struggles that you look at, um, like what's, what happened with slavery in America, and then you look at apartheid and how that has, it's just, it was just like the other day, basically. Yeah. And everyone's like, "Oh, but it's been like twenty years." Or so. It's like, Jesus Christ! Like it's been, Five it's it was, yeah, it's been like two seconds. Relatively, yeah. Like it was like, yeah, it was like that. That's in the global in the global mm-hmm. scheme of things. Like you blinked, and now all of a sudden you want everything to be fixed. No, that's not going to happen.
0: Why are people out? That's. I- it, this is that's basic. You've basically just summed up my argument for for life there. I mean, that is the, that is basically. Like I wake up and that's what I say yeah. into the universe. Um, it's amazing how many people don't seem to click with mm. that.
1: Yeah, I think I, I don't know. I think it's people's people want things that are uncomfortable for them to change, so they want to have an excuse to complain about it. Mm. So they're like, no, but it's been blah, 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 blah. Yeah. L- like, people love to complain about shit because it means, it's almost like I don't really have to do something because it's somebody else's fault and somebody yeah. else needs to Some- sort this yeah, out. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I want to talk about stripper Oh, yeah. Please just explain.
1: Okay, so, stripper um, well, it was sort of like the last of the stripperokies happened a week, two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. So it's really, it's really just a. Um, it's a party for. It's just cr- trying to create the most, like the best safe space, the best inclusive space for people to, yeah experience themselves and their bodies and like just party in a space where you can be completely yourself where you can um yeah just given give a space for people who aren't who don't often have that mm. space and um to so yeah it's really what happens? You
0: need, to, so you need to like start from the beginning. What goes on there? So what it's, happens? it's
1: basically karaoke. So people okay. who go there, so the audience will do karaoke, sing their... Are uh, you can? There's like a book of yeah. all the songs. So it's, that's yeah, the it's karaoke. karaoke. Yeah. Um, but you can also like choose, get a badge, and sort of write your pronouns okay. you. So you can. So there's those hmm. kinds of things that. Um, you can do, then there's also, um, there'll usually be someone from SWEAT there who's part of the um, sex workers, now I can't remember what the, what is it, an acronym, but it's for um, basically like educating people about it and how Mm. sex work is work and that we need to get on board with it because it's just... Yeah, it's a real thing yeah. and it happens and it's going to keep happening and we need to look after the people who are doing it. Yeah, um, Yeah, and not just doing it because it's valid and it's actually, I think it's, you know, you can pay to go and have a massage, you can go and pay to see a therapist, but you can't pay someone to talk to and massage like your genitals. mm or just, you know, there's. I mm. can't. For some reason, you can't have a sexual, experience a sexual release, mm. within a space that's, which I think is what a lot of people need. Often it is just a like you want to connect with someone. You mm. want to be able to have a space to experience that kind of thing. Um, but yeah, so striperokey is really about um, karaoke with strippers. So. Um, some of the strippers are ballet dancers. Some are pole dancers. Some are professional strippers. Uh, some are sex workers. Some like and also people ca- from the, the audience coming? can also strip.
0: Because you're singing, are you also stripping or are no, you no, singing no. and someone else is stripping? So someone else is to stripping. your singing. Yeah, this is my idea of heaven. Yeah, yeah why well, do I sign up? this is
1: the thing. It is.
0: Um, so I'm happily singing along. Yeah. And, and over dancing there, somebody is dancing yeah. for my song.
1: <gasps> yeah. If you want to, you can also, you can uh, you can basically say, like, I want to perform my own song. And then, um, yeah, then they'll make a plan so that you can also do that. So if you, there was something special that you wanted to do, you wanted to, like, choreograph your own dance and then to a specific song, then Yeah, then we'd make a space for that to happen. Amazing. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. Is this really over? Is it coming back? Well, it is on hiatus. Just because it is such a, it's an incredibly difficult space to curate. Just because Mm -hmm. it it was, yeah, and it is this. It's trying to create a sort of utopia, to some regard, and the fact that we are all flawed humans, Mm. everyone Mm. Um, and you're trying to create a space where now if this person doesn't feel safe with another person because of something that that person has done, you know, trying to negotiate that space is a very difficult thing and to curate that and control it Um, and yeah even myself having a bit of like fallout in the last one was just like I had had a bit of was dealing with a lot of stress and like took it out or just was like angry and sort of said something to one of the dancers. And then she was like, well, I don't really feel super comfortable having you at this thing. And then spoke to the other people and like, yeah, it's probably not the best idea. And I was like, okay, I will, you know, sit this out. Uh, uh. Um, But we will be going to... Uh, Grahamstowns is part of um, uh, Sweat Has I think it's through Sweat that there's been some funding for stripperoki to go to the Grahamstown Festival and do like a intervention I don't know but basically just yeah try to create awareness around yeah. sex work and stripping and um, hopefully have a stripperoki for the Grahamstown Fest as so. well. Let me know when that is
0: Please, I'm asking quite genuinely. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yes.
1: Well, yeah, make your way to Sound, and we'll make a plan. Yeah. Party and... That yeah. that works for me. It yeah. sounds like
0: glee on acid and I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm in 100%. It pretty much is, yeah. I'm in 100%. <laughs> uh, listen, before we let you go, uh, just uh, I'm looking at some of the questions here at the risk of being a question thief. I do love this book, uh, this book, this question.
1: Is there a book that changed your life? Uh, I I refer to Blade Runner, I think in it, or
0: you refer refer to do Android stream of electric sheep? Yes, speak? which is Blade Runner. Is that Blade Runner? Yeah. How is yeah. that Blade Runner?
1: Well, it was. That's the original title of the oh. book, um, I did not like and that. then it was changed into Blade Runner when they turned it into a movie. Ah. Um, because it sounded cooler, and I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, why why did you pick that book specifically? Well, like a lot of movies have been based on Philip K Dick's stories and short stories, but they often don't explore the depth of what he was often writing about, which is like an incredible um look into the future and technology and but the human experience within that. Mm. Um, and there's a lot of stuff that he writes about in terms of religion and gods and how we believe in God and how people connect to these gods, which is something that I'm very interested in is how, how to blend this technology that we're driving and creating stuff with, with culture that is ancient, that with might be slipping away from to some mm. degree. Mm. Um, you know, stuff that I felt I was in contact with in China and just like really feeling like, you know, in South Africa a lot of our stuff isn't that old but when you're in a temple that has been around for like thousands of years mm. I don't know how many but a long time mm. mm-hmm. <laughs> and you're like this is like really deep. These are people who have been thinking And exploring existence and what it means to be human for a long time, and we—I just feel like we mustn't forget about that going forward.
0: Uh, One more thing that I want to ask you: um, having looked at your um, your Instagram and and some of your art, which is around bodies, and the only mm. ones that I've seen so far are female bodies. As Mm. women, we have this whole thing where we just uh, body image is just huge. Yeah. How do you feel about your body? Um,
1: I've, yeah, I've sort of gone through so many phases with my body that it's become quite, I don't know, malleable now and less, hmm. ha- I hate it less.
0: How uh, have you got to that point?
1: Um, yeah, through all the f- field fucking Right, yeah, stuff. that stuff. <laughs> yeah. Um, which, which has also been difficult but I think coming from that sort of dealing with a lot of issues within the trance aspects and within all these sorts of things and like really reading up about gender and expectations and what should we be expecting and what should we be doing and like what is what is actually natural for us um, I feel very privileged to live in a world where I can take hormones. Mm. I think that's a very powerful thing and I think it's one of these things that I feel like technology and our understanding of like biology has given us a way to access things that previously people have wanted to access but haven't been able to. Um, I think it's almost like a powerful evolutionary thing to be able to explore because our our hormones are often are kind of interconnected to almost every part of how you experience yourself so how
0: how important is femininity to you because when i think about myself and femininity it's always been one of those things that has that society's told me i should be working towards that should be my ultimate goal is is femininity yeah. um, and and i and i've wondered for a long time why i wasn't comfortable with that Um, And then I realized probably when I hit about 30, actually, that, well, because I'm not one, I'm not just one single thing. There are moments where I want to be feminine and Mm. there are moments where being feminine, whatever on earth that means, is the last thing from my mind.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and I think this is the thing. I I think that society has painted this picture that women need to be pretty wherever they go. Like, you're pretty when you're cooking. You're pretty when you're brushing your teeth. You're pretty, In a dress with makeup on. Yeah, you're pretty. Wherever you go, you must be pretty. Yeah, and or So that we know that you're or, a, a woman. Yeah. But I think a lot of that, and that's what I think is interesting is femininity is off, often if you look at the way that feminine, and I, I don't like the idea, but basically it's also like a lot of those things that you do, and this is what's interesting that I felt coming from being trans and having that experience is that basically a lot of what society tells us is femininity is a way to almost make yourself more desirable to men. Yeah. it's Things will be lower cut. Like, and you just start buying clothes and you're like, Oh wow, I've never worn a shirt that goes down Hmm. so low. Sure. I've never, like everything is designed to show more skin. Mm. Like, Things or are designed, form. yeah, mm. and things are designed to be sparkly so you attract magpies. Yeah, <laughs> um, <laughs> so all these things are designed around this idea of attracting the male gaze, mm. and then and now we have a lot of women who are like complaining about how they're seen and all these sorts of things, but at the same time, and I don't say this is because I don't think that like. There's no such thing as looking for it all. But when you are, if you're wearing a mini dress and, like, I'm attracted to women and I'm, like, it would be very difficult for me not to appreciate a beautiful body being revealed if you, like, and I think, yeah, so I think those are... um,
0: there's a difference, so yeah. obviously, between appreciating a female body and then being Bill Cosby.
1: Yes, that's 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 the thing. Is that I think that there needs to be. Yeah, I think people also need to be able, like, and this is one of the things with stripper Rokey as well. Is sort of like allowing yourself. Yeah, that shame, like, like let's get rid of shame because shame is fucking up everything for yeah. everyone. Yeah, like men are ashamed to cry, women are ashamed to actually speak their mind because they don't want to sound too overbearing. Mm. Everyone is just shamed. Like, gender is shaming Mm. everyone. Mm. So, like, let's get rid of that and then make people, like, how do you, like... Because some people feel more comfortable being super fast and then they want to be, like, run and be fast Mm -hmm. and some people want to be strong and some people... Like, everyone's body... Some people just don't. Some people just don't give a shit and actually want to, like, Eat you cake know, like, and not yeah. do anything. Like, there's no like. But like still, be body, validated as a yes, human. Yeah, God because like, because like, you don't. Like, there's no real purpose to like. We don't really need to run twenty. Like, th- there was a time when you had to chase. Like yeah, yeah, exactly. and then that yeah, was useful. or something was chasing you. Yeah, you so had like sick. running away was useful. <laughs> but yeah, now, like, now it's really just about like what does that give you as an experience, and what <sighs> and like I feel like people's like what experience do you want, and do you have a body that is capable of doing those things? Um, that's what my body is to me now is that mm. I feel like it is more in line. Like, I never wanted... It was never about wearing dresses. It was never about performing that stuff. It was always just... It was about the, the body. Like, when I close my eyes, like, like I'm not male. Mm. It's like, like, what is there when you close your eyes? Mm. What is... Mm. Um, and for me now, I'm getting back into gym. I'm getting back into trying to do Tai Chi and get back into just getting my body to do the things that I enjoy doing again because I like lost a shit ton of weight. I was like 72 kilograms for a while. Now I'm back to like 98, but I feel much happier. Right. Um, and much healthier, actually. Um, Here's a question, which you can tell me to mind my own
0: business. But if, or that it's a ridiculous point... If we were to remove the shame and the confusion, not, but others' <laughs> confusion and the whatnot around gender, and gender was just a, th- a thing, and we were all able to just be genderless or gendered or whatever yeah. it was, do you think that there would be, that people, that trans people would feel as. Motivated to transition physically, is that massively offensive?
1: No, it's not. A fair, I think it. I think it's a fair question for people who don't experience body dysphoria, but I. I think that those people would still would want to physically transition because it's not about the human interaction; it's about the body. So it's not. Um, yeah it's not about um no, I like get so like well. hormonally, I feel like I feel like having estrogen and not having testosterone in my system, yeah, connects with who I am, yeah, yeah. so like for me, it's like a hormonal mental that that kind of becomes a body thing mm. because now your body changes mm, mm. because hormones change your body, yeah. So, I think that people would do that, but it just wouldn't be an issue. Yeah. You know, it'd just be like, oh, so and so. Probably it wouldn't even become a. Th- like, no one would even talk about it. So, no. Oh, I'm just taking my vitamins. Or, yeah. You know, exactly. it'd be the same as taking like your Omega 3s yeah. or like, I'm not getting enough vitamin B, so I'm taking so a I'm supplement. Taking, yeah. Ex- yeah. Yeah. That's. I think that's how it would be. Mm. And I think that would be. Like really wonderful yeah that would
0: be amazing <laughs> listen Ra, we have to leave it there it's yeah. been wonderful at Riley Thompson in studio with us thank you for coming in it's thank been you, lovely so to I have mean. you in